Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 743. And today we're going to dive into the repressive and reactive nature of the shadow of Jinky 49, which is reaction. The repressive nature being inert and the reactive nature being rejecting. And this is the two flavors of the shadow, right? Always the repressive and reactor. When we um, looking at it from the perspective of the chakras of the seals, we have the second seal would be the repressive nature and the third seal would be the reactive nature. Two um, sides of the same coin, the victim and the tyrant. When you're on the repressive side, you're going to hold back from life because you're fucking terrified and you don't even know it. You don't know that you're afraid because it's being repressed. And in this case, we're going to see how inert, being inert is, is completely being disconnected from your emotions. And, and, you know, we have to pass through the emotions in order to evolve. You cannot just say, oh, I'm going to be enlightened, you know, and meditate all fucking day. And then somebody comes and piss you off and you're like, oh, I am enlightened. But on the inside, you want to squeeze their fucking guts. I'm not saying you need to squeeze their guts. What I'm saying is you need to be honest with yourself about what's really going on. And so when you're living in the repressive side for so long, you don't even know you're doing stuff like that. We're so advanced, so powerful creatures and, and entities here writing these biomachines um, that they're designed to do such amazing things in order for us to truly dive into the adventure of this dream reality we are experiencing here. This is a, a game, the game of God, right? The life is the game of God. And so in order to come here, experience physicality, we need to forget all the 98, 100% of what we are. So we're here operating at 2%, right? We're fucking jumping pixel here. <laughs> and... But that is the name of the game, right? And name of the game, the juice of life is emotion when we haven't really reached that place of inner balance, equality. We're going to be swinging. We're going to have that emotional roller coaster, which is, you know, at some point it gets boring because you, you, you already own it. But, but yet that's very different because you're aware, you're conscious of the roller coaster. When we're talking about the repressive nature, the repressive nature doesn't even fucking know there's a roller coaster that they can turn it on and off. They're just stuck in a hole and, and that's their life. It's who they are. And, and, and we're going to be looking into that, how challenging is to not react to anything, but not because they're choosing not to react. And now at that point, you're aware you're you're choosing to respond. We were talking about that yesterday. But because you are so suppressed, so repressed that um, that you, 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 you don't even, you, you cannot even engage in life. You cannot even feel, you don't feel life anymore. And, and so you just go through the motions, through the days, you know. This is a false balance, false harmonious state. And it's fake as fuck, and you can feel it when it is. It's like, oh my God, it feels like something's really wrong here. The earth feels thick. 
And it's sad. It's really sad. And then we got the, re the reactive nature, which in this case, this 49 jinky is literally the... Um, the foundation of all reactive natures. Remember, all of these jinkies fall, form part of everything else. We get we enter through one of these guys and we're entered into the whole matrix, right? And, and like I was talking about yesterday, um, don't give your power away to the tool. We are using this tool in order for us to focus our attention. And and we're piercing this this thickness of unconsciousness through all these sixty four different areas entry points right into the unconscious. Once you enter through one, you enter through all of them, and then you start re realizing how consciousness is organized throughout reality, how the building blocks of reality have their blueprint on consciousness, consciousness building blocks, right. And their intertwining connections, they're, they're, and how how they expand, how they connect, how they move, how these groupings of jinkies, like we were talking about yesterday, about the ring of the whirlwind. In this case, we have jinky forty nine and jinky fifty five, which we haven't gotten into. But jinky fifty five is as important as jinky twenty two. We already went through jinky twenty two. These two jinkies are kind of like the. Uh, the 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 depth of this study right that the twenty second is basically the grace of God and the fifty and and how are we uh, existing because of the grace of God and if jinky fifty five is our right now transition into into freedom from being a victim living and because the tyrant and the victim they're both the same third second and third seal consciousness uh the reactive and the repressive nature right they're both there's two sides of the same coin so the victim is the tyrant the tyrant is the victim they're flipping sides constantly we are right as long as we are unbalanced we are deep we are we are um on you know one male side is more than the female or the female is more than the than the male it is not 50 50% we are looking for that yin and yang balance right that's what these ancient uh, sages were very very wise they they realize what life is life is this harmony and so without that harmony we have unbalance and this unbalance is what creates the roller coaster of drama of life right which is fine until we learn the lesson and then we move on the problem is that the body uh, it's it's a bio machine so it's f fueled by chemicals we transform food into energy and and then all of the whole bodies it's 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 um uh, it, it operates because of the commands of the brain. If we are putting our attention somewhere, a stream of consciousness flow through the brain in a certain frequency tone is going to send certain specific electrical currents through the brain, giving order to the glands of the body to produce certain kind of chemical cocktail. And then... Uh, and then that is going to be spread, you know, that electricity through the nervous system is going to reach the entire, all of the cells, and the chemicals are going to reach all of the cells. 
And so at some point we become fucking addicted. We are doing the same loop of same emotion, the same drama over and over and over again. And now you're on automatic. Your life is about that high because what it is is that the body is getting a chemical high. And that is the problem here because we're dealing with that, but we're also dealing with unconscious attention. And it's becoming, uh, because of this repressed nature and reactive nature of the second and third seal, we have um, attention in the unconscious that is triggering that electrochemical um, um, distribution of information, of, of commands into the body, and the body has become addicted, and we are fucking unconscious of it. So we're on automatic. And add on top of that, that because we're creating that kind of energy, we are contributing to the overall worldwide um, kind of what's called collective shadow, right? Which ultimately begins even uh, making that a push at, at, a, at a global level. Now that we got assholes up there creating techniques in order to keep people in those unconscious states. But it's not their fault. They're just they're they're the servants of of the master. Who's the master? The observer is always the master. We got up, you know, eight million people, not eight million people, like seven and a half million people, unconsciously having attention in the unconscious, commanding this slavery because they're victims, right? And so you create a, a tyrant reality, a victim tyrant game. This is. This is the game, and it all comes down at the very core, like every other jinky from that sacred, sacred wound. I am not good enough. I am not worthy of love because I've been cast here into this place where I am. I can't remember because I'm, I've come from a place where everything's instantaneous, where I'm in, in, in un unconditionally love with nobody's. When where I understand what the fuck's going on, I hear I'm thrown here, and I don't know why things are happening. Things are very slow. Right. And so in order to navigate through this reality, I got to learn how to keep it together and keeping it together uh, comes in many different ways from dysfunctional to functional and to keep it together. Dysfunctional is this inert, right, repressive nature of this jinky, which is just pretending, pretending, pretending until the point that you are you're in a shock state and you can't handle it. So you go uh, unconscious. And and now you are just it's kind of like a like an internal sort of antidepressant or something like that, you know, uh, kind of like it just keeps you going, but but you're not really you're not really there, and so and then you got the reactive nature, right? Rejection, rejection, which at the very core is that I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy of love, I'm having that unconscious attention, which is the sacred one, which is what we all have going on in the subconscious, in the unconscious, sorry, and then we're manifesting that coming to us. Every, every single person telling you you're not worthy of, you're not good enough, and then what are you going to do? You're going to react to that. You're not going to wait until they tell you they're not good enough. You're going to reject them before that. And that is why relationships don't happen, because people are afraid. They're insecure. And love is so easy, but we're so afraid. And it is, this is this path from fear to love. What is love? What is fear? And this is what we're defining here. 
So, but before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.TV. That's J-O-U-R-N.TV. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, you'll find a black menu with five links. One of them says Jinky is the center one. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. Click on that episode and listen to that and that'll get you started with what we're doing here. We're learning how consciousness creates and weaves and expands in in all of life. We are learning what consciousness is, who we are, not by listening to somebody or me or me or talking about, you know, the jinkies or anything, but by using this tool to have our own uh, entering into the Akash by with our contemplation, with our attention on a specific point of attention, that contemplation pierces into the Akash, into the grand ocean of knowledge of the universe, into God, into whatever you want to call it, the universe. And then you start downloading information directly. And we're talking about information. Um, we're after knowledge here. Data is what we have here, information. But we're looking for true knowledge, and that is embodied electromagnetic knowledge. When when you know at a, at a physical level, it means that you have anchored that knowledge. You've brought it from the ethers, and now you have coagulated, manifested it as an electromagnetic field in your body. And this is the knowledge we're looking for, real knowledge that doesn't, it doesn't have words. We use words to, to get to that, and, 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 but at some point, the true knowledge is, 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 uh, it, it doesn't have a language. It is, it, is, it is consciousness itself, electromagnetism, because consciousness is electromagnetic. Everything is consciousness, and we're, we're looking at physical manifested reality. It's just a coagulated thought. So ultimately, it, everything comes from consciousness, from thought. And uh, the way we're learning how to do that is we're learning um, these 64 basic building blocks of reality. We're using this tool called the hologenetic profile. This is an entry point because um, even contemplating one of these jinkies is vast. So we're using this 11 gateway called the hologenetic profile. There's a link there on that page, episode 256. Click on that one. That'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your free personalized hologenetic profile. This is a map we're using to dive into the unconscious to uh, reclaim our power. Because attention that it's in the unconscious is, is a leak of power, leak of energy. Everything is presence. The, the, the kingdom of heaven is the present when we can be completely present and conscious and aware of everything we are in the kingdom of heaven and and then if the, everything opens up there but we are not totally here right in the present because we have attention in the unconscious so we're using this tool this map to begin our journey because ultimately it is not just this 11 um uh, points of attention that we have in this in this whole hologenetic profile right um, this is a tool that it's a beautiful tool created by the author of this system called Richard Rod, um, but it's still it's just a, it's just an it's just the kind of like the foyer of the house. 
when you really dive into the understanding of the full picture. And this is a full life story. This isn't a 20-minute you know, astrology reading, and they're going to tell you your fortune and who's gonna be, who you're going to be kissing tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to be kissing tomorrow. <laughs> we shall be married in the morning. <laughs> no, fuck no. This is true dedication. And what I mean by dedication is because you find joy in the exploration of life, of consciousness, then you know you're doing the right thing. You know, if you, if this, it, obviously don't try to, you know, get through this whole thing in 20 minutes. This is a journey. And the, the little by little you become more conscious that everything that doesn't work in your life is because you haven't accepted the fact that at the very core you feel insecure. You feel like you're not good enough. You feel like you're not worthy of love. When you accept that fact, then you are aware of it. Now you are conscious. And then you can realize this is a bunch of bullshit. But you have to accept it first. This is how I live my life. This is how everybody lives their lives. And the fact that we keep denying that truth, because it's a truth, because we feel separated from God, from, from love, from our source, right? Lost here without our superpowers. But we do have our superpower. It's just that the job here is to learn how to use our superpower through time until we collapse time. Superpower is our attention. When we put our attention, we put the manifestation. But then we have the collapse of time because it comes, there's a space between here and there. I want to be at peace and joyful and happy, but I feel like shit. Focus on your attention and joyful and happiness. And more important, finding out in the unconscious specifically where do you believe that you have leaks of attention. And we have all the 64 very specific Entry points into fear so that we can bring that back into the heart and say, God, I have no fucking clue how to deal with this shit. But I know that the power of love transmutes and transforms everything. So the moment I bring it, I accept it, I embrace it, that acceptance of that fear immediately transforms it. And it shows you, oh, wow, you're just head tripping, dude. But you have to look at it. You cannot just say, well, it's all head-tripping. I'm enlightened already. No, you're fucking not. You're not. And you know it. (laughs) So that's the work we're doing here. On that page, episode 256, you'll see everything to get started with this tool. There's an index. We have 700 and some 50 episodes here of this, um, talking about this stuff. There's an index. There's there's a video, a chat, um, a couple, another... um, audio podcast there's links there's charts of all the jinkies and the the, the um the, what's it called the dilemmas and and the victim states and all of this stuff and then little by little the more you listen to this um at some point you you enter into the into the transmission which is not a linear it's not words you we use these these entry points of attention to get into the transmission, which is metaphysical, is is vibrational. It's not words. Your attention eventually breaks through, and it could be happened right away. It could it could take you a year, or it could be you know. Uh, it it what matters is the true um, intention 
of 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 understanding if you if you de- d- deeply desire to know real know you will know and then what's most important is that it, the knowledge has to come from your contemplation knowledge is not what i'm saying or what richard is saying we're just i'm having my own journey here of learning through my own contemplation and richard had his own and he put it in a book right we're just brothers and sisters passing on this kind of like signpost. Hey, check, check this out, check this out. But the true knowledge is not what I'm saying or what he's saying. It's we are just kind of like sharing sort of coordinates. It's like it's in this general area here, but you have to look yourself and and, and you're going to find it yourself, right? So that's the work we're doing here. If you want to learn more about uh, Planet Homemaking, TV, Who Am I, Pearl Planet, all of that, click on the About tab also on TV. Listen to Episode 1. The goal, our purpose with this, bl- this brand is to help uh, lay out the blueprint for a real civilization. And what that means is uh, a truth, vibrational state of... Uh, um, frequency within the heart of the individual that is the future it's not what we do the systems the the businesses that we do all of that is secondary that all that nothing matters it's not about trying to convince a million people to fucking sit down and meditate and you know bend over and smell their ass because that's what we've been doing for you know 50 years with all these like oh yeah let's let's, let's do all this, this group thing you know we're, we're gonna change the world fuck that you see, when every time you try to do that, you, you're entering it from the outside. And trying to create a utopia creates the opposite. It creates tyranny. In every single organization, spiritual organization tries to do this. The true nasty nature of reality shows its nasty face. Why? Because the work is in there. The work is in the side of the heart. The blueprint of the future is an individual vibration understanding and because you have that commitment to your heart to love to the universe to growth to knowledge now you walk your life and every step you take you are opening up and giving from the inside out not because you're gonna get shit from the outside because but because it brings you joy and it gives you life to give that is the blueprint of the future. It, is, it isn't something that, you know, you can put in, in, in a box and, and, and label it. Because every single person that has that realization commitment within themselves to live their great life because they want to. Not because they're going to be better, they're going to change the world, or they're going to... Any of that crap. But because it brings them joy. Because it feels right for them to do the things that they're choosing, consciously choosing to do. Now, everything you do, it's magic. Everything you do is magic. There's, there's a song that goes like that. Everything I don't remember how it goes, but everything you do is beauty. You're bringing that blueprint and you're vibrating. You're a beacon of light. And, and it's organic. You're not thinking about it. Somebody says, oh, you're enlightened. And then you go say, fuck you. <laughs> but you, you're not enlightened. I'm happy. And I love you. But fuck off. 
You see what I'm saying? There's, there's a balance. There is a harmony there. Very important. Because we get lost in new, this new age mumbo bullshit shit when everything is like, you know, unicorns and rainbows. But at some point it becomes fake. So you always got to keep it in check. And I'm not saying be, you know, be an asshole or anything. I'm saying what is a real world? What is to be real? And that deep in that realness, there's love. The love that you have in your life. You're not looking for something. You are the giver. And so all of that information is there. But let's dive into this uh, reactive and repressive nature of the shadow of Jinky 49. And like uh, as always, I'm reading this book, The Jinkies, and giving you my own download as I'm going over all of this stuff, right? So... And this is important, this repressive and reactive, particularly the reactive nature is how we see it in our lives. When we can see it, then it's game over. I mean, not right away, but, you know, at that point you're like, oh, fuck, now I can see it. The problem is that we don't see this stuff. We are on automatic in loops and we don't see them because we're all divine beings. We're not, nobody, you don't want nobody to tell you what to do. Nobody wants to be told what to do. So somebody comes with, well, this is what you want. And you're like, fuck off. <laughs> and why shouldn't you? I mean, you should be finding your answer yourself. That is ultimately the only way you're going to find it. So, But, you know, if we can, if we can be open enough to listen, not to uh, somebody else, but to life. And particularly, I say probably nature, if we could listen to nature and the flow of the, 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 the elements of life, then we would be listening to the, the biggest, most abundant wisdom, living wisdom in the planet. Um, and then obviously, we, you know, wherever you are, you're going to have to deal with whatever you, you know, your, your city or your, your society or whatever culture you have to deal with your family and friends and job and all that stuff is part of your life. But the more you find that harmony inside of your heart, the easier and easier it becomes to slowly and gradually just relax into your true self-expression. And yes, there's going to be people that are going to come and tell you what to do because that's how they treat themselves. And so it's, it's, it's a, a moment-to-moment learning how to respond more and more gracious, have more graciousness as, as, we, as we navigate through life. And it's okay if you fuck up because that's the whole point, you know. There's this embedded kind of religious, you know, seal, that, the, the tattoo, right, that we've been writing, you know, caring for so long, you know, you're not good enough. So now you see you're not good enough. No, you're an asshole. Beat yourself up for being an asshole. And that's what fucking Catholicism and Buddhism, all these religions have, and they they, they show you that shit, you know. Now you're a sinner. (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway, let's read the repressive nature of the shadow of reaction is in being inert. The repressive side of the shadow of reaction is absolutely no reaction in many people because of early childhood conditioning or some shocking event uh, or even carrying this stuff from um, your fractal line right in your past and future lifetimes. Um, something really strong carrying embedded 
Now you're carrying a very specific kind of knot of energy that needs to be untied or, you know, cut, cut, cut in two. So because of this shocking event or conditioning, proper emotional functioning is curtailed and results in a shutting down or dampening of one's emotional uh, chemistry. So you, it's just tons of people out there that they seem like they don't have emotions and they are just, you know, they're completely reserved and not reserved in a conscious way, but they are unconscious and they can't express. And this is what, this is the juice of life, you know, all of the journey, the roller coaster emotional journey that we have in order to get to the other side, right? Um, so this manifests as a kind of emotional inertia or dryness in which the deep fear of rejection is so buried that it appears to be absent. Because it's remember, we're looking at the fear of rejection here. And it's so interesting when you actually get to experience it and, and really clearly see it. You see a lot of these people, they, they spend like three minutes, three seconds, three minutes with you or a minute. And then right away, when they have the best opportunity, they just stand up and walk away. And it's not like you're being mean or anything, you know. You never get to, to, to get too close to them. They're always pushing you on, at arm's length. And at some point you get bored and, and move away, you know, because you're like, well, I mean, I'm just having fun. <laughs> I'm just, just, this is just my life. Hi, how you doing? What's up? But it's because of that fear of rejection. They won't even go there, Right. So these are people whose emotional lives may appear the most stable of all, but they are lacking in life force. Their sexuality has dried up and there is no fight left in them. And and I would, um, you know, like to kind of add to this no fight left in them because I guess that's the that's been the norm for so long, you know, to, to have the, the good fight, right? But I'm thinking we don't even need that anymore. But I would I would translate that as an, as a new blueprint of of you know joy, the joy of waking up in the morning and saying fuck yeah, what a life, what a day! I got this, all of these awesome things I'm gonna be today doing, right? Because because when we look at the five left, we're seeing oh I'm going to change this establishment or this system or this. And now you go there and say, well, we should do it like this. And they go like, no. And you're like, well, why not? Because we don't want to. But this is a better way. I don't care. And that's kind of like the fight of the world, right? You're constantly hitting against the wall. But if we change that pattern right now, we have the opportunity because we have the awareness and say, um, hey, why don't we do this like that? No. Okay. Well, uh, okay. Bye. I'm just going to go do it there. Where nobody, I don't have to ask permission for it. I'm just going to create my own thing. And they're going to go like, uh, okay, um, I can't do anything about that. No, you can't. Because there is an open green field where I can just go and do it my way. And I don't need your fucking permission. And I don't need to fight you. I'm going to use that same energy that I have for change right now. And I'm just going to put it where... Um, it's the uh, absolute vastness of everything. And I just create something else. And then 
but this that same it's same same concept but there's no fight it's is is more like um it's energy to do something but now it's uh, it's more advancedly utilized like it's it's a more advanced way of doing that i don't need to con- convert anyone or change any system i'm just going like well okay you don't want to change it i'll just you know i'll do this from scratch in my own way it's going to take you forever no because i have a better way of doing things and what do you mean by better way i i'm not going to spend as much energy as you do building this thing because i'm going to be having fun and when you're having fun you don't spend energy it's it's you replenish yourself so the, so so that's kind of like that would be kind of, that's kind of like a parenthesis on that one right there so so all emotional chutzpah, right, zest, has been compromised for the sake of a false harmony within this repressive nature, this inert people. This false harmony, is, and you can feel it. You pay attention, this is bullshit, it's fucking bullshit. You can feel there's something weird. Many relationships follow this safe pattern in which the partners hardly communicate with each other. I mean, this is like the bread and butter of the fucking matrix. Tons of fucking relationships of people. And I think I remember this a song from the um, Dave Matthews band, right? I don't remember what the song name was, but it talked about, you know, people not having a conversation like... And all the little ants. Something about the ants. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but it's like, you know, you're not, you're dying because you're not really fucking saying something that you need to be talking about. The shit needs to be a real f- f- awesome relationship is that which one you address everything on the spot. And you have a mature interaction to mature people where they, you know, you still feel the hit. Because now you're working together. This is what relationships are for. To truly grow together. And work together. Right? And, 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 and But you're at the same time. You're mature enough to just be present. And be present on that love. And you're like, okay. We have that intimacy. We have that um, um, love. Uh, we are we're holding a container for each other and we are working on this stuff and oh my god it creates it it, it ignites that sexual tension and it and it becomes even more attractive if you have with this male female polarity in your relationship every time you you pull out all of this crap put it on the table and clean it up you get horny and you're, now let's fuck <laughs> it's fantastic because you addressed it. But what happens with all these relationships of people? They don't talk about it. The thing that needs to be talked about. That you're like gazing about the fucking elephant in the room. The bloody rhinoceros head right in the fucking middle of the room. It's not there. It's not there. Uh, it's not there. You didn't say that. I didn't experience that. Uh. And this is the lives we live in fucking slowly dying because we're not saying it but you do have to be mature enough to say it because there's the other swing part of the people that just blurt it out all the time and they're like in a constant state of drama 
And now they're shitting on your face, you know. But they're also not taking responsibility to have a couple, a relation, mature relationship with two people that say it. And 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 their their goal is not hurting the other or dumping their shit on somebody else, but their goal is to clear the energy, to understand the experience, to have true knowledge, and to experience love, a loving relationship, a loving exchange. Um then you got two people sitting there exchanging information and and working through it, because it doesn't mean it's going to be all, you know, unicorns and fucking rainbows, you know, a line of milk and honey. No, I mean, some shit's going to piss you off. But if you if you can't say, fuck, now that pissed me off, God damn it, and the other person says, I know, I love you. Let's take a deep breath. <sighs> and then you start saying, it pisses me off because of this. Now you start crying, and ooh, the energy starts flowing. Next time you're hugging, and now you're fucking... <laughs> fantastic it's it's fantastic that is true beautiful relationships and it's and it's that building that attraction because truth is incredibly um and self-empowerment is incredibly sexy right we're talking about that energy right here so um so many relationships follow this safe pattern in which the partners hardly communicate with each other at least not in any depth and without ever exposing vulnerability. That's it. Vulnerability. Such relationships exist only at the surface of life and conceal a huge, rarely admitted disappointment. And, you know, I mean, when you can see it, you can see it. And it's all over. And it's pretty sad. And, and sometimes you even see it in restaurants, you know, you get the whole family getting a booth, you know, and then immediately everybody pulls out their phones. No one is talking to anybody and they're sitting in the same fucking table. And then the food comes and they eat in silence and they, they talk a, a couple things here and there, but it's just like, God damn it, there's so much to talk about. How you can use words to have fun. You can just be laughing the entire creating silly stuff and, and, you know, having a good time. The whole purpose that we're here is to have an adventure. The reason that you have a family, you have a friendship, you have a relationship is so that you can have fun, so that you can share stuff and communicate and express things. But whenever we have an issue, a problem, a situation, and it doesn't get addressed, they begin getting buried and buried and buried. And when we're talking about this shadow repressive nature, we're talking about a shocking experience that that really changed everything. And now it's deep. It's at its core. It's it's kind of like the bedrock of the dysfunctionality of your whole fucking life. And you don't even know it. This is why I keep saying this repressive nature is the most challenging because you need a you need an a, you know a, a, a earth shattering event reality your reality shattering event in order for you to wake the fuck up something really needs to happen and this is people usually get some sort of accident or or disease or some really hard situation wakes them up and but it's it's a very challenging thing now if when we're talking about this reactive nature the other you know third seal um, 
it's also not taking responsibility for the fear of rejection. And it's, but it's uh, pushing it outside. And what it is, is rejecting. You're rejecting life experience. So all reactive natures are founded upon this fear of rejection. So when we're talking about all the reactive natures of every jinky, they're all founded upon this fear of being rejected because that is the sacred wound at the very core. We think that we've been rejected by God, sent into this reality to, you know, just fester and die alone without understanding what the fuck is going on here. So this aspect of the 49 shadow rejects before it feels rejection. This is a classic. A classic. And I've seen it doing it in myself. You know, I'm going to push you away because before you push me away. You know, and I'm just going to cut it off. So these people push others away at the first sniff of something coming too close to them. And and we need to be very clear about what too close means. Because what we're talking about here is love. Real connection is love, right? But there's also fucking narcissism bullshit. So when you have that coming close and you and you say no, that is not this. So we need to be very specific about this. There's people that want to get close to you, but they you have um, but their their intention is not to uh, it's not to um, to reach this place of love, but to turn you into food. And to eat and feed off of you. Because that's that's just, you know, something that we have developed throughout our civilization. The ability to feed each of, off each other. And, and people are being trained to do that. When you don't know you have access to the source, which is God, which is the infinite amount of energy and food. Then you are eating, we're a fucking civilization of cannibals. We're eating each other vibrationally. And some people even physically. These are nasty, nasty people. But when when you see that happen, then uh, be aware of what it what it feels like. It feels like um, there's not a reach for love, but the opposite. Um, it's it's a it's a trap. It's a trap because it feeds you that exactly what you think you want, and it's a trap because you think you want something. But the truth is usually not what you think you, you want at a conscious level. But at an unconscious level, it's exactly what you want. We all want truth. So you want to know what love is? Listen to those who tell you the truth the truth with, with love. Because there's people that also use the truth to, to just like, you know, um, kind of um, not using it... I guess ultimately all truth is love, even those that are just really using it in a harsh way. Those might be calling for very specific kind of relationships that can't handle that intensity, but it's still love. Uh, and, you know, not necessarily the, maybe the love you want or the relationship you want to have. You, you want to have a relationship with somebody who communicates in a similar way to you, speaking the truth. But, you know, to a degree of kindness and joy and, and all that stuff. You know, there's other people that are just blatantly blunt, right? But there are people like that that they could mate with. 
And so love has a whole gamut of expression just because it doesn't. This is when you find kind of like that equality with someone else. It's very beautiful to find, right? So so as their relationships, people with a reactive nature of rejecting, as uh, their relationships become more intimate, the fear becomes greater because now we're getting to that vulnerability. These people usually terminate their relationships be before they can be hurt. And what is hurt? Hurt is not because the other person hurts you because that is not love hurt is because you are not willing to accept the truth within yourself a truth that is spoken with love will not hurt you it will hurt your personality it will destroy your fucking illusion what people call the ego i don't call it ego because that's a stupid way of putting it it would be altered ego or limited ego right because ego is literally God, right? So it's not that. The expression of life is ego, right? But we're talking about from a multidimensional, pers all-encompassing perspective that doesn't need anything. So obviously we're not talking about the personality. What most people refer to as ego is the personality which wants something. As soon as you want something, you are not fulfilled, and that is not ego. So... um Right, so therefore, these people often end up alone, preferring not to run the risk of being hurt. And he is not being um, in-depth specific here. He's, he's using this very fucking vague, floaty words like not being hurt. What the fuck does that mean? Define it. Define Be more specific. Right? Because at this point, this is where it gets fuzzy right here. So... In spending their lives alone, whether they want to or not, such people never feel a true fulfillment in life because the design, by design, we are meant to be in some form of committed relationship. Ultimately, that's really what brings us so much joy to be in this relationship where you're going to dive deep into the work. And when I mean the work is every single time we peel off the layers of fear, we find more and more and more love waiting at the other side of every single one of our choices in the relationship. Every single time you speak the truth. And also you have to also, I guess this is something you need to be very aware of. You don't need to fucking be in a relationship where there's a huge unbalance. Some people do that, but after a while it gets, it gets heavy. Better to be in a relationship with somebody who's about the same place as you, uh, how they work with this stuff. Because, yes, you're still going to be able needing to address this stuff. But you don't have to, to be really working all the fucking time because they need to catch up or you need to catch up to them. Right? This is very important. And this is comes with love, right? Um so the only stable relationship that the reactive nature of these rejecting people could have is a relationship in, in which the two people rarely see each other. They may even live together, but do so without ever really having to communicate. And this is something we also see a lot. Fucking marriages, relationships, people living for 20 years. 
and they're constantly traveling, barely see each other. Or they live in the same house and work all day. And the end of the day, they just kind of sit down for a little bit. Maybe don't even hang out. Day after day, month after month, year after year. And they're little by little just dying, wasting the opportunity to work together. And it was the most beautiful experience that we literally have in this reality, which is our committed relationship. When you have a committed relationship... It's it's the most beautiful, most most potent way of growing here. That is the most general, you know. There's people that take, you know, the monk life and all that stuff. That's, that's okay, too, for those if they're ready to. But mostly is everybody's really moving forward because of that one intimate um, relationship. But nothing happens unless we take responsibility for our sacred wound when we live every day knowing that deep inside of us we feel like we are not good enough that we are not worthy of love and we feel rejected when we know that since the moment we wake up in the morning to the moment that we go down to sleep then we have the opportunity to realize that it's bullshit because we are conscious of it. The moment it becomes unconscious, it runs your life on automatic. Somebody comes and tells you, you're not good enough. You're going to believe it because you have a program in the unconscious that's telling you you're not good enough. Oh, well, now they're, you know, this reality is telling me I'm not good enough. Well, you know, they're, they're right because th that's my program. But you're fucking unconscious of it. Now, if you're conscious of it, somebody comes and tells you, you're an asshole, you're not good enough. You go like, oh, this is my manifestation from my own conscious. And now it's conscious. It's coming to me. I put it up there because I put my attention on that consciously or unconsciously. And so you go like, oh, okay, thank you. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> and then you just keep going. Because you know you can move your attention. And that moment is the movement of the attention. When that experience comes, in that moment you moved your attention. And realized, look at the entire of the possibility of the world. All I have to do is do it. Little by little by little by little. As long as my attention is in, is in I'm not good enough. And believing it, then you are not. But the moment your attention is there and you realize it isn't true. It isn't true because God has given me free will. The superpower that we all have. The ability to position my attention wherever the fuck I want it at any given moment. In that moment, you move your attention to where? To the truth. The truth is that we're infinitely loved. Infinitely loved. So infinitely love that we've been given free will. You, you want to feel like you're a piece of shit? I love you so much that you can. You can put your attention there. I am a piece of shit. For the next 20 lifetimes. That is the love of God. So, so vast that it allows us to choose to put our attention on feeling like shit. For as long as we want to. But that same power is... The entire universe, you want to move that from there? How about put it on, I am fantastic. 
I feel great. I'm awesome. Yeah, I might not have mastery of that specific kind of practice because, you know, I need to spend 20,000 hours doing that shit. But that doesn't mean I'm not good enough. That means I'm an apprentice. And after 20,000 hours or 10,000 hours, I am going to be the master of that very skill. And there's people that spend their whole lives mastering skills and still feel like they're not good enough. Because they think that by mastering skills, they're going to ever be good enough. But you don't have to master anything. You could sit on a rock your entire life. And you're still going to be worthy of the love of God. And everything beautiful that life has to give. It's all a matter of being conscious Aware that you can shift your attention. And then obviously it's like lifting weights. You know, you've been flabbing, sitting on that belly for 20 years. You think you're going to just suddenly move your attention and it's going to stay there? No, it's going to bounce back to I'm a piece of shit. So again, you lift it up. You're lifting spiritual weights. One, two, three. Hold that attention. Hold that attention. And little by little by little, it becomes another habit. But the most important habit that we need to do is bring that sacred wound to the conscious and live every day of our lives knowing that at the very core of every subatomic particle, there's a seal that says, I am not good enough. I am not worthy of love. And when we know that that is literally the foundation of this multiverse, for the purpose of the experience in this multiverse. Then it's game over, baby. It's just a matter of time. A matter of working that habit until we go to the other side. Eventually, we're going to become completely present and we're out of here. Into the next multiverse. So, we've reached the end of the episode today. Tomorrow, we're going to dive into the 49th gift of revolution. The silent revolution. And that is so, so exciting. Uh, but um, podcast is every day now, Monday through Sunday. And um, we're working on making it like that now. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you can find everything, all our stuff in TV. That's J-O-U-R-N.TV. Also there, there's links to all of the um, podcast apps where the podcast is available. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Pod, Spotify, Podbean. We got tons of, um, we're on mostly all podcast uh, apps out there, whatever app you have for your podcast. And um, and when you go to join.tv uh, on, the, on the support page at the bottom right corner, you will find uh, our support programs for people, one-on-one -on -one work. If you're working with your jinkies, you want more clarification, how to use this into your life, or you need a more in-depth program to help you move through your dark night of the soul, that is a very specific, challenging thing that we all go through on our spiritual journey. And, uh, and when you're in the hole, you, you don't see the light. It's nothing. All of this spiritual stuff sounds like bullshit. And it ultimately is, you know, because you need to find your voice, right? So there's a very specific way of moving through that without having to last 20 fucking years. We have a very specific coaching program to help people get through their dark night of the soul. You can find it at the bottom right corner of joan.tv in the support link. And we also have a very specific coaching program. It's called Life Design to help people organize every single aspect of their life 
in alignment with their deepest spiritual purpose so that whatever direction they take, whatever every step they take into their life, it's in alignment so that they're not going out there on a limb, being off-centered with their true essence. And also on that support button, you'll find all of our social media links. You can find us on Telegram, Truth Social, Twitter. Uh, you can find our Rumble account. And we have the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. The bottom of John.TV, there's a Pioneers link. These are interviews we do with people. And we're going to be eventually doing more of that. But all of that is on John.TV and you can find everything there. Uh, click on that bottom support, right support button and you'll find all of that there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.